It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome, everybody, to the Tim Burns Show. I'm your host, Tim Burns, the common man with common sense and an uncommon desire to know the truth. Hey, I want to thank everybody who listened the last couple of days for letting me go uh, and indulge. It's a very important issue, and I just want to wrap up the last two days by saying, I agree, it's a woman's right to choose, but not the choice that's available now. Not the choice where one entity of human life has the life-making decision over another entity of human life. And the second entity of human life doesn't have the time, the maturity, the experience of the potentials of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It's just not consistent. It's not logical. It's not scientifically logical. And it's not consistent with the themes of our founding documents, the Declaration of Independence. All men, all entities of human life are created equal. Science proves that the entities of human life from the moment after conception to the moment before death are the same. So I agree. It is time to to stretch out when that woman's choice should be. Again, if Planned Parenthood actually lived up to its name, if the name of the organization actually had meaning, then their whole goal would be to plan for parenthood. This is a great opportunity for this country as a we the people. Again, like I mentioned yesterday, this isn't about each and every one of our individual beliefs, but within the context of science, of our declaration, and of our constitution, which talks about in order to become a more perfect union, a perfect union, there's always goals to attain when the goal is a perfect union. It's all about the potentials that life offer, no matter when that life is whether that life, that entity of human life can look in a mirror and say, I am who I am, or whether that entity of life can't look in the mirror because it hasn't had the time of maturity to develop, to be able to realize, to be able to say, I am who I am, to be able to to pursue their happiness. Well, here's a solution, and this would help create an adoption strategy. Like I mentioned yesterday, if Planned Parenthood actually bet on life, actually had a business model bet on life, they would make more money. They would render services all through a pregnancy to a young woman, to a young teen. 
They would make more money, which proves one thing. That's all they want to do is have the issue of abortion and have that demanded, quote, right. Well, here's a way for a woman to make a much more logical choice. Carry the baby. I know that may present a hassle. Carry the baby to full term. Throughout that entire process, Planned Parenthood is making money. You have an appointment every trimester. You have some pictures we need to take to make sure everything looks good. You offer whoever is carrying that that entity of human life, you say to them, look, it's going to be your choice. You still have your right to choose, except the, the choice is going to be whether you want to keep the baby. Maybe life circumstances says to you as you're carrying the baby to full term that this isn't going to work. This just isn't going to work. But if a young woman, young teen has the alternative to say, you have a good home for my baby, for this baby, at least she's given a choice. She may in the beginning say, there's no way in the world I am going to ever have this baby. And even if I did have this baby, I don't want this baby. That's her choice, right? But if you have alternatives at the end of the line, the most popular adoption is getting an infant from birth. That's what parents want. Prospective adoptive parents, they want an infant straight out of the womb. So here you have a woman. She's adamant. She's not going to keep this baby. But you have a way for me to feel good about preserving the life of my child and giving it to an adoptive to some adoptive parents, okay, I like that choice. That's a great choice. And perhaps by the end of the line, the young woman says, I've changed my mind. She could change her mind right up until the whole birth takes place. If she's adamant that I'm going to give it up for adoption, even at the end of the process, if it's her choice to go ahead and maybe circumstances have changed and now she wants to keep the baby talk about choice that's a great alternative and it is so healthy and beneficial for our culture our society for we the people this is the right thing to do for we the people regardless of what your individual beliefs philosophical beliefs regarding when life begins, whether or not a woman's right to choose actually can determine, whether she wants, whether she has the power over another entity of life. This is so logical. It's so consistent. And it's the right thing to do. So I just wanted to wrap that all up. And again, for those of you who listened to the last couple of days, I really appreciate you letting me go through all the tape. Now, Let's get to some headlines. I've had things stacking up here, and I don't know how far we're going to get, but I'm just going to go as fast as we can or as thoroughly as we can. And considering the last couple of days was really serious stuff, hopefully to make 
everyone think that this is a grand opportunity to move this country forward. Well, we have John Kerry, and you know John Kerry. He's, the, he's, he's got all of these lines that fit into the category of I voted for it before I voted against it. This guy is famous. I have no idea, but this guy actually should put together a book with all of his famous inconsistencies, his famous, I have the left hand and the right hand, and, and here's another statement that just makes you shake your head. Well, when he was running for president, I voted for it before I voted against the Iraq war. Why? Because it was political, but he just doesn't even think. So we've got a couple of more of these, but I want to get to this tape and let you listen. This is an exchange with a congressman regarding the secret deals. Now, if you haven't heard about these secret deals, there's a couple of secret deals. Uh, in fact, Tom Cotton, the, well, if you remember, if you've paid attention, Tom Cotton out of uh, uh, Arkansas, a senator now, young senator, served in Iraq, understood the landscape out there. And when this whole Iran process deal, he's the one who put together to hold the president from actually going to the table and trying to strike a deal with Iran. He was lambasted in the press. He was told he was undermining the authority of the president. And, of course, you had many of the establishment Republicans up in arms trying to hold him uh, to account of, hey, this is not the way we do business in the Senate. I heard somebody talk about you know, about leadership and leadership, whether you're a leader or whether you're a manager. Many people are good managers, but they're not good leaders. And this is what we have with the Republicans. Oh, they may know how the Senate and the House work to perfection. They may know procedure. They may know how to do the things they need to do because they've been there for their entire careers, it seems. Does that make them a good leader just because they're in a leadership position? No. In fact, we all know that McConnell and Boehner, the two main leaders, are really not good leaders at all. They're finger in the air. They're always worried about how they're going to be portrayed. They have fallen in love with this notion that the American people want compromise. I'm sure they believe tried and true that what's out there, what needs to be conned is a mushy middle. Well, I'm in that middle, and I'm not mushy. I stand on principles. Again, two out of every three people in this country say they're conservative or somewhat conservative. That means they're not mushy. They have some principle. They're they look in the mirror, and they say, I am conservative or somewhat conservative for whatever reason, this reason, political, social religious, whatever that reason may be. Well, here comes John Kerry with another one of his infamous scratch your head, did he really say that, exchanges. And this, again, has to do with a secret deal. Apparently, the secret deal is these deals are between Iran and the IAEA. This is the subcontracting we did out 
to the Atomic Energy Commission that is in charge of doing the inspections. They're in charge of holding Iran to account. And yet these secret deals, we don't even have access to these deals. We don't have access to this information. And yet this just proves that this entire process was all about a piece of paper providing President Obama with a legacy, with a legacy document that he can hold up. He's done this a couple of times. And as much as he has the deadhead media trying to promote what he is trying to promote regarding this is what we want you to think, we the people, it's so absurd It's so simplistic that everybody recognizes it for what it's worth. And it's reaching deeper and deeper levels of people scratching their head who may not have ever paid attention. But it's so blatantly silly at times that they can't help but understand what it is for what it is. All right. So, again, I'm going to read you a couple of other quotes. The main one is... I voted for it before I voted against it. Well, here's another one. <laughs> these are these are some carry uh, highlight reels. Iran with a nuke is very different than Iran without a nuke. Carry again. Iran without a nuke is better to deal with than Iran with a nuke. This is the guy who's leading the State Department. This is the guy who's leading our foreign policy. This is the rep our representative out there trying to work things with the world. And these are the kind of statements that come out of his mouth. Kerry, Israel striking Iran would justify pursuit of nukes. This is their mentality. They're always doing the either-or scenario. Hey, if we don't get a deal, we're going to all-out war. And here's another one. Oh, well, if Israel struck Iran, well, that would justify them going, really? Are you almost supporting that, John Kerry? And then another one, uh, this uh, Representative Pompeo, this is the tape I'm going to play you on the secret Iran deals. He says it's very alarming. All right, so here's some tape. We'll see if we got the volume right on this. And see if we can get cooperation. Some of these websites are so thick. And uh, (laughs) it's trying to come on board. Let's see if we get this to play. Well, we're not getting any cooperation. You know, when when you get some of these websites and they got 47 different video feeds and sometimes they get in the actual way. And uh, I want to avoid actually playing the 30 second commercial that will come up. But right now I'm not getting any cooperation from this video. I guess John Kerry must have uh, his, his hands dug deep into this. Well, you know what? I'll play with this on break, and we'll get to some other news here and see if I can get this right. All right. Hey, I wanted to go through a little quick. This is something I saw on CNBC. This goes to the heart of how cities are in trouble upside down. There is so much money being paid to union infrastructure in every government from federal to state to the local level. Well, this comes from the city of Chicago. 80 to 90% of Chicago's 
taxes, their property taxes that they are. And in my in my tax plan, no such thing as property taxes, unless it's a commercial on single family homes. No such thing. Completely eliminate a property tax. If it doesn't produce anything, it shouldn't be taxed on a year end basis. If you have production, then a tax is understandable. For a single family home, there is no production being done out of it. It just is taxed upon what it's worth on a year after year basis. And they've used it to fund the education systems in most states. Well, 80 to 90% of all property taxes go to the pensions, the funding of pensions. And we're getting some really cool, good noise. Is that in our? Oh, well, looks like the building is having some uh, uh, twists and turns, and it's, it's cranking out some noise for us, too. This is, this is one good day because I've got a car out in the parking lot <laughs> and the radiator hose. And I'm all the way across town, and this car is not going anywhere. So I'm going to have a nightmare starting as soon as my program is over here. All right. I'll work on this tape, get back to this uh, property tax, get a quick highlight on this, and then get John Kerry doing what he does best. Stick around on the Tim Burns Show on 810KLVZ. Tim Burns for Nominal Exhibit Services. The convention business is big business. Why? Because big business is done at these conventions. 20%, 40%, half the business for the entire year can be done at these conventions. If it's time for your company to step up and you just don't know where to start, I encourage you to call Nominal Exhibit Services. Not one company does it all, but one company takes care of all the logistics, and that's Nominal Exhibit Services. Call them at 303-901-9090. Hey, John, what's up? Hey, Dave. Remember Hank's story about the key to a woman's heart is an unexpected gift at an unexpected time? Yeah, you were right. JT Jewelry does have some really cool stuff. So I did what Hank did. Got Amy two pieces of jewelry, and she loved them. And that special touch of going together to the jewelry store to get her pendant just the way she wanted it worked like a charm. Next time you see Hank, tell him thanks. I will, but let me tell you another story. I saw Bill, and he looked like a truck had run him over. I asked him what was wrong, and he said he went to a bunch of other jewelry stores looking to get a gift for Jean. And they had all the same stuff, and it was nothing but bling by all the same designers. He stepped up to the pump, spent a pretty good penny, and gave it to her, and she loved it. So he was a hero. Yep, but only until they went to a wedding reception a few days later. As people were introducing themselves, a lady came up, and they both noticed they were wearing the exact same pendant. Youch! Yep, he's been in the doghouse ever since. I'm gonna guess you told him about jt-jewelry.com. Yes, I did. All right, welcome back to the Tim Burns Show. Uh, I'm going to get right to this tape. I've refreshed it. We've gone through the 30-second ad. And here we have, well, it's a little bit longer than one line from John Kerry. And let's hope this website cooperates with us. 
right, here we go. This is John Kerry in front of Congress. He's being questioned. And let's see if uh, if the volume's up when we get it going here. <laughs> and another non-cooperative effort from a website. Again, I tried to find this on... Well... Uh, but I will submit those... Uh, oh, here we go. ...answer. And uh, <clears throat> the... Uh, uh, Secretary Kerry, this question is for you. Uh, following up on Chairman McCall's comments about the, the secret deal, Secretary Rice said that she has seen this deal with the IAEA and that it will be shared with Congress. So if she's seen it, have you seen it? I don't believe that uh, Susan Rice, National Security Advisor, has has seen it. I think she she said she did six it. days ago. She said six days ago she had seen it. Well, I and don't reviewed know it, and that Congress it. will get to see it in a classified section. My question is, have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. I've been briefed on it, and but uh, you haven't read it. You haven't seen it. Uh, no. Let me ask you, you don't this: possess uh, it. It's in the possession of the IEA. Are you going to read it? We don't have access to the actual agreement. Or at least but Secretary Rice has access to it, but you don't have access to it. I don't know it. about that. But I'm that's just what she said. I'm just going on what she said. Um, you believe that? Left hand, right hand, none of it. Nobody in this administration knows what's going on here. Kerry is saying we don't have access, the IAEA, which would be typical of a secret deal between Iran and the atomic energy, the responsible party for making sure verification that nothing is going on within the walls of Iran is taking place. This secret deal that Susan Rice in front of Congress told them she had looked over. John Kerry has asked, well, have you seen the deal? No, we don't have access. Well, hold it. Your administration, you're part of this administration, aren't you? They have access. Susan Rice testified here that she had read the deal six days previous. Have you read the deal, John? Well, John Kerry in his highly aloof status with, with Heinz ketchup all over his fingertips, there's no way John Kerry would ever read any kind of documents like this. He's above that. That's what he has interns and staff members for. It's not up to him. John Kerry, you are the one final stand that makes decisions, aren't you? Aren't you supposed to be the one who understands the thoroughness of everything involved? And yet, he's clueless. Doesn't even know that another, another door in the administration already had access to this. This, is, this goes right to the top. I mean, it's a little bit longer than the usual one-liners from John Kerry, but this is pretty classic in this regard. All right, so let's move. This has been covered pretty thoroughly, I think, uh, for sure by Fox. I just switched it over to Fox just for a minute, and they were discussing this. But this has uh, this is the missing emails. Now, this is pretty incredible because we've gotten every story, song and dance from Hillary and whoever is mouthing for Hillary about these emails. We were told she's turned them all over. Well, there is missing emails. Look at how long this process has taken. But this fits the typical Clinton 
modus operandi. This is their MO. You stall, you stall, you deflect, you defer, you say you don't have the information, even though you do. Remember Hillary's billing records from the Rose Law Firm, part of the whole Clinton fiasco way back when? Couldn't find them. They don't know where they are. All of a sudden, two years, almost two years later, here they are, sitting in one of the rooms in the White House. Well, they just appeared out of nowhere. Well, same principle is true. And whether it's Bill or Hillary, they have this down to a fine art. They know how to play the deadhead media fiddle to a fine art. And they know they will get that support. This is going to be really interesting to see if at some point there's some question marks that start getting thrown Hillary's way. And the only way that could probably really happen is the deadheads would have, have to have somebody else to really support who they think could win the election. Can Bernie Sanders do it? I don't think the deadheads think Bernie Sanders can beat whoever. So here we got missing emails, big story. No one can explain how many emails, 2,000. It's a two-month gap. Now, we know that September 11th of 2012, two months before the election, is when the Benghazi situation took place, the Benghazi nightmare for those guys on the roof who thought they were going to have help and nobody ever answered the phone for them. Obama, he ended up having to go to bed early so he could get on a plane and go out to a campaign stop early morning in Las Vegas. Probably got on that Air Force One before those guys were even killed yet. He was probably in the plane on his way to Vegas. Woke up in the middle of the night, wiped the sleep out of his eyes, another campaign stop, got to get going. Then he ended up back for that afternoon shot in the Rose Garden where he was generalizing about these kinds of terrorist attacks. And we all know what that ended up going to in the second debate with Mitt Romney, what they call the Candy Crowley moment. Well, the missing emails are a two-month gap during May and June of 2012. And it is a period when escalating violence is going on in Libya. Libya is falling apart. Remember what I told you? That in my opinion, Hillary took it upon herself as Secretary of State to run her own little in that part of the world, to run her own, I'm going to be commander and chief for a day, for a month, for a period of time to show how skillful I would be as commander-in-chief, and she failed miserably. In fact, I told you, even the Pentagon sent a heads-up to Obama asking, do you know what Hillary is doing in Benghazi? Are you letting her run this show down here? Is she the president de facto, president for a day? And did you give her permission? There was no answer, of course. There were three attacks. Remember that both the United Kingdom and the Red Cross, because of the attacks that took place, pulled out of there. The signs were on the wall. 
the violence was escalating out of control and the numbers weren't good. The UK said, this is not good, we're out of here. And the Red Cross did the same thing because they had facilities that were attacked. Even our own consulate was attacked. Blew a big hole in the wall. Did we even hear any reports about this? Was the deadhead media actually keeping us informed about all this? Well, neither Clinton nor her staff communicated via email about the escalating dangers in Libya. There were three attacks during that two-month period, coinciding with a special exemption that Huma Abedin got. She's been with Hillary the whole time. This is Anthony Weiner's wife. She's been a, the top staff member, personal assistant for Hillary Clinton for however long. She gets a special exemption so she can do work both for the Clinton Foundation and to keep her government employee status. It was called a special government employee status. Now, conflict of interest laws ordinarily would prohibit that arrangement, but the special designation exempted her from some ethics rules. So this label was given, this title, this granting was given to her so she could avoid one thing. She would not have to be subject to maybe being called up in front of Congress. Everything is a strategy with these guys, with the Clintons. All right, we'll be right back for the Tim Burns Show. Hi, I'm Ivan, and I'm a firefighter. One of the resources we use to notify you of a threat to life or property, such as wildfire, flood, or police action, is the Emergency Notification Service. You need to register your mobile or landline phone so we know what number to call. To find the link to your local service, go to 911colorado.org. That's 911colorado.org. This message is brought to you by the Colorado Broadcasters Association and your local station. Getting your child home safely. Tap your heels together three times. Is just a click away. There's no place like home. But making sure your child is in the right seat is just one of the steps down the road to safer travels. I don't know how it works. Find the right seat for your little one's age and size. There's no better way to get home safely. Know for sure that your child is in the right seat. How can I ever thank you enough? Get all the facts at safercar.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Tim Burns for DoggyDogWorldRescue.com. I want to tell you about some really good people. What started as one phone call from northern New Mexico in 2007 has turned into rescuing 500 and giving good homes to 500 animals a year. You know, they need your help. They need your donations. They do it all out of the goodness of their heart, out of their own pockets. I encourage you to give them a generous donation if you give to dog rescue operations. Go to DoggyDogWorldRescue.com and give generously. All right, welcome back here. Uh, I think we covered enough of the Hillary email. There's going to be a lot of stuff come out, and uh, 
it, again, it's been covered. And my goal here on the Tim Burns Show is to get to stuff that may have been missed by the entirety of the media. Or, for instance, if you go to my website, I did make the decision to post both the Planned Parenthood interview, the, the president of Planned Parenthood with George, when am I going to step up to the plate, Stephanopoulos? And also the, and I put a warning, it's a disturbing video, the 12-minute video with this 24-year-old who was hired as a blood drawer and found herself in the middle of something she had no idea was upon her. Well, I put those in there because... One defines the standard procedure of the deadhead media. This is their modus operandi. This is how they operate. It's all about making sure they beat us over the head because they know we don't pay attention. We don't have, now I do, but they are confident that a vast majority of people, all they do is have it in the background or they read a headline. And so if they repeat the main point over and over it gets embedded into us. It's just like when with climate and the education of our children at a very young age, starting with the polar bears are being killed because everything's warming up and you embed that over and, and you feed that to K through 12 and then perhaps beyond, but you feed for 10 years into that K through 12 education realm and they come out with a total philosophy regarding whatever politically correct subject is being taught. And the toughest thing to learn is to unlearn. The toughest thing to do is to, it's the hard thing to do, to look into the mirror and say, you know, maybe I'm not right about this. Maybe I'm wrong. That is really tough to do, but it's really healthy and beneficial to the most important seven inches in life between the years. Boy, if we can learn to unlearn and the older we get, the harder it is to do, but the more exhilarating it is when we actually do discover something we've believed for 30 years, there's another, there's another answer besides the one that was embedded into us. So I put, both of the videos up there. The first one is the interview. It's a prime time example of how media bias works. And then the next is that tape from yesterday that we did and we covered through the whole hour and lets you know that everything the media and George Stephanopoulos was trying to perpetrate with the president of Planned Parenthood in that entire interview, eight minute interview, four times. She said the same thing with all these descriptive words. Well, the tape that follows that completely unravels the entire landscape of lies that the president of Planned Parenthood tried to perpetrate on. I'm going to assume that probably inspired these guys who investigated Planned Parenthood for three years. And like I said yesterday, it is amazing. This has been going on. This body sell, these baby parts selling have been going on for 10 years. Now, of course, it was way back when it was stem cell research. So there was no individual parts being offered. Being, it was all about the embryo because they really thought they could have miracle cures. There's never been one. 
Everything comes from adult stem cells that are providing benefits, health benefits. So now it's the next level. Okay, if it's not, if we can't find any benefits, maybe if we let it grow a little bit longer, maybe those benefits, because they are seeing that there is adult stem cell. Well, perhaps the logical cutoff is post-birth. Those adult stem cells, and if they're calling them adult stem cells, if there were benefits from children stem cells, well, then they'd be going, maybe this is going to be the natural progression here. You go from embryonic material to more mature fetus material. Well, maybe at that point when they don't discover anything, well, right out of the Right out of the womb, maybe they'll start taking all sorts of, of draws, blood draws or some other fluid draws from babies. Maybe they'll make it mad today. If you, do your, if you get your services through Planned Parenthood, you're, you're obligated to give us certain fluids once the baby is born. I mean, who knows? They know that adult stem cells have provided benefits. So they're going to work their way all the way up until they finally hopefully throw their hands up and say, we sure wasted a lot of time. So I've got on the website for one reason in the In Case You Missed It area. And if you've been around for a while with the Tim Burns Show, and don't forget to visit timburnshow.com. It's a reflection of me. It's, it's a niche. It's not an end all. It's not a, I have everything there for you. You only have to come to my website and you won't need to go anywhere else. I provide a niche, lots of statistics. They they paint really solid pictures, whether they're government, financial statistics, commodity statistics. Uh, all you have to do is click them up, and they really do provide a good picture. Very handy. You have some market quotes. We see that uh, crude oil is, well, it went up today. But we've had crude oil coming down from 60 bucks down underneath 50 now, and the price of gas isn't reflecting that. Now, I'm, I'm, it's the summer season. It's warm, when more gas is used. Is that the supply and demand formula that's out there right now. But even then, you come to my website, at any time you can see what these commodities are trading at, what the Dow closed at. Uh, but in the in case you missed it area, these stories I put in there for one reason, because they're chalked full of information. And again, if you've been around with my show for a while, you'll see that a lot of those are still there. The reason is, is we're getting new listeners every single day and not just over the airwaves, but through the website and through the mobile devices. So I'm keeping these articles up there because they're really packed full of information. They do go back in time a little ways, but they do have a good picture that they paint. And so I'm going to keep these up there. As time goes on, we'll start to replace things but they are all really worth your while to read. If you haven't read any of these and you have some time, and also we have uh, our archives uh, on the website, I'm going to keep about a week's worth of running archives, you know, six, seven archives at a time, and it's pretty handy. Uh, we also have, uh, in case you're out and about, you need the TuneIn radio app, We've got a link. You can download it on whatever device you have. And then we have the check this out area, which is just some cool stuff that I'm interested in. 
this journey to the center of the journey to uh, the center of the galaxy and uh, journey to the galactic center is, uh, is pretty cool stuff. The New Horizons is the satellite that goes from here all the way out towards Pluto. It took, I think, nine years. But the other one that is a two-minute journey to the center of center of our Milky Way. And it's pretty amazing. You know, it really is amazing how far away we are from the center of center of all things. And how, how cool it is that man is able to see this far away. Now, we've got some perspectives that need some adjustments that science has set into stone. And we'll go over some of this stuff when, uh, when I really get going from the science point of view. All right, so that is kind of a highlight reel of what I offer on TimBurnsShow.com. And uh, again, bookmark me anytime you want to know market statistics or the market as it's currently trading. All you have to do is click it up, boom, you're there. All right, so we've just covered the Hillary conflict of interest with her chief staff member who was given this special exemption for one reason. It protects her. It protects Hillary. 2,000 missing emails. When are we going to get some answers from this? Well, they're going to have, if, if anything we know about the Clintons, you're going to have to dig so hard and so far and go through such an extended legal process before they'll actually relinquish anything. All right, so we've got some... Uh, uh, we've got some border news. Uh, these are just, you know, I went through a couple of these uh, yesterday and more broke out. This is really important, too, as important as the whole idea of we the people converting a landscape of taking life to a landscape of preserving to betting on life. Well, we have a problem with the whole immigration. And first and foremost, it is all about securing the border first. That will solve so many problems. And it can be done. All of the negatives you hear, well, you can't build a wall all the way across. This is the United States of America. I mean, come on. If you don't think we can come up with both things to physically build and complemented with the technologies, that can give us the advantage. We just have to have the motivation to want to do it. There's too many politicians out there who are motivated by one thing. I want power. I want the voters to give me that power. And that's why we have all of the money, everything that's... That's why we have this flood of immigration, of, uh, of illegal immigrants coming in. Well... Uh, crisis mounts apprehending 3,100 illegals a week. These are just headlines. A surge of Syrian refugees into the United States stirs security fears. You think we sh should have a slightly more intense process of certain refugees that are landing on our shores? Who's making the decision whether they're good refugees or potential terrorists that are hiding within the hopeless refu refugees that are getting new homes in this country? If there's anything that needs to be scrutinized, it is wherever the potential for 
ISIS terrorists to hide within these groups of people, there has to be a lot more due diligence and a lot more pay attention to this. Violent street gangs are recruiting newly arrived youth. Is that surprise anybody? Does the media talk about this? Do the deadheads talk about all of these details that are overtaking our entire culture? Look at, for instance, probably the intimidation that takes place within the inner cities, brown or black, but specifically the South American gangs, South Central American gangs that are telling businesses, I mean, these are American businesses, they're Hispanic businesses, and they're probably paying extra taxes to the gangs. Why? Because there's nobody there to be on their side. I can promise you if there was a a detailed plan to get rid of the worst of the worst, 95% of the American people, 95% of the minority community would be for it because they know it would create safety in their neighborhoods. A freed illegal charged with rape, murder, and attempted murder. The feds were told, the feds, excuse me, told the local sheriff that this guy must be freed. So on top of that, there is more lackadaisical approach to crime with illegal immigrants than there is with American citizens. And the street, uh, and a, uh, Let's see, the other ones that I grabbed from the other day, let's see if there was anything that I left out here. Uh, surge continues, 30,000 expected of the, the UN demands empathy over enforcement. Yeah. All right, so let's get to some, uh, we've got the, some IRS news coming up here. And uh, maybe we'll hold off, but we'll, we'll get a couple of headlines on this. IRS used this whole process with, the stonewalling that's taking place. I mean, it's obvious that the IRS was used. This was a defined plan to go after political adversaries, to political, in their eyes, political enemies. These people need to be done away with. Their political free speech needs to be shut down. This is America, and I have the power, and I'm going to make sure I don't ha- let anybody else experience life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, the expression the free speech. Now, these people want a one-party rule. So the IRS, to avoid all the email and being captured in uh, tapes, being captured uh, um, you know, in servers, they were using instant messaging. Now, that came out when the whole thing started to break. But it is what their strategy... And why wouldn't it be their strategy? Their strategy fits... Their understanding, their, well, their skill set regarding social media. We know that the Obama administration used it to a fine T. All right, we'll come back and get to this IRS thing. Stick around on the Tim Burns Show.
Tim Burns, Phenomenal Exhibit Services. You know, big business is done at these conventions, and if you are the responsible party at your company for making those exhibits work right on the convention floor, and it seems that it's nothing but hassles and headaches and nightmares, that the logistics just aren't working, I encourage you to make a phone call to Nominal Exhibit Services. They're the one place that starts and ends the process. They take you from point A to point B, and they will free up the most important thing you need, time to do business at these conventions. So call them, 303-901-9090. Hey, John, what's up? Hey, Dave. I'm going to get Sue something from this really cool jewelry website. What's the special occasion? There isn't one, but I was talking to Hank, and he said he went to JT Jewelry and got Jill something. And funny story, he was watching a movie and heard the line, the key to a woman's heart is an unexpected gift at an unexpected time. He goes to JT Jewelry and not only got her a pair of earrings, he got her a pendant too. He gives her the earrings and she loved them. A few minutes later, he gives her the pendant and tells her, let's go to the jewelry store and get fitted into a necklace that's just the way you want it. He got her two pieces of jewelry? Yeah, he said the prices were so good he couldn't resist, but the story gets better. They went to a company outing and the boss's wife saw the pendant and just loved it. Jill was a hit of the party. That must have made him feel good. Good. Hank said the night might have been even better than his wedding night. (laughs) (laughs) What's that website again? JT-Jewelry.com All right, welcome back for the final stretch of this Wednesday show on the Tim Burns Show. Uh, You know, getting back to this Chicago and the property taxes, you know what their solution is? Since so much money is going to pensions, since it's upside down, since these promises to pay are outweighing by five-fold, six-fold, seven-fold, just the general obligations of this country. We're 18, 19. Now the clock is still stopped on that ticker. They're not counting it anymore. <laughs> and, uh, well, the unfunded liability is over $100 trillion. Well, it's going on individually within every city also. That the, the weighing factor, the weight of the snow on the roof, when is it going to cave the roof in? Well, what's Chicago's solution? Since 90%, 80 to 90% of all property taxes are going to these promises to pay the pensions, well, the only place they want the solution to be, taxpayers, homeowners, property taxes, they're going to raise them by 50%. And they really think they're just prolonging the inevitable on this. Illinois is already $4 billion in the hole and a Their one billion goes to the pensions and a half a billion goes to the current needs. They can't raise enough money with this. All right, here's another thing I wanted to get to. You've heard me talk about the whole idea of women earn 77 cents on the dollar on average versus what a man gets paid. And I've I've said, we've heard those commercials during the political campaigns during the election cycles we heard those commercials over and over and what is my point about it has anybody stepped up to the pump has any woman in this day and age of how easy it is to keep yourself under the radar without exposing who you are anonymously giving out hey one of those is me have you ever heard one story of a woman 
coming out, being interviewed by the deadhead media, that she is a prime example. If this was happening across the board, they'd have story after story. They could embed, indelibly embed into the mind of the American voter, into the minds of the American people, that this actually is going on, that there is an unfair landscape And I had always said, well, there's got to be some other reason. If it is true, there's got to be different kinds of compensations that are taking place. Well, I pulled this quote from an article that I read. It was a big, long article. The gender pay gap is simply the difference between the average earnings of all men and women working full time. It does not account for the differences in occupations, positions, education, job tenure, or hours worked per week, writes dissident feminist Christina Hoff Summers. This is a lady who's done some homework on this stuff. This is easy to do. They come up with this figure. This is very illustrative. This was very eye-opening for me because I hadn't dug deep into the information to try and search this out as to the specific reasons why it's coming out 77 cents on the dollar. She did the homework. When such relevant factors, back to her, when such relevant factors are considered, the wage gap narrows to the point of vanishing. It washes out. It's why no Buddy has come up. It's why there's not a dedicated daily focus on every nightly national news program bringing up one of the, because if it existed, if there was somebody in Corporation A who was a woman and, and, and another man and it was easily recognizable that this lady at that corporation is being paid 77 cents on the dollar from compared to the man who is in the exact same position, those kind of stories would be all over the place. They're not. Why? Because, as this lady says, you got to put all the pieces together. you got to put all of the different benefits. And what they did, what she discovered, is that they just took all of the jobs and put them all together, and that's how it came out to be. All right, let's see here. What do we got? Uh, This uh, tax. Uh, Well, here you have... Corsican, head of the IRS, he's up in front answering questions. Of course, if he's not begging for money and threatening not to do IRS services to the taxpayer because they don't have enough money, pay us or we're not going to do what we're supposed to do. Well, they've got, uh, let's see here, uh, when asked about how many, the uh, these are all the places where lowest learners information was there are a number of different ways information can be retrieved and the irs didn't do any investigation into anything other than looking at hard drives according to uh this official the irs had six possible sources sources to search for lois learner's email the hard drive would have been a source blackberry backup tapes the backup tapes for the server and then finally, loaner laptops. Whatever they, uh, devices they were using, they all have the ability to capture this stuff. When asked how many of these sources the IRS search, the represent, 
uh, the rep said he was unable to say for certain whether the IRS had even searched any of them. It appears that more could have been done to recover data from the source. Instead, the hard drive was briefly checked and all data was deemed what what they do. They turned it on. The desktop for the computer popped up and they said, oh, look, the computer's not saying we have suspicious information. OK, turn off the computer. Move on. All right, we did our work. We feel really good about the investigative process we just did. Commissioner for the IRS stated that the they took extraordinary efforts. That's the words used in front of the Congress. Quote, extraordinary efforts to recover any emails. But this is clearly not the case, according to this article. Years after the investigation into the lowest learner targeting scandal began, the agency's unprecedented obstruction has meant Americans are no closer to the truth. Boy, if this was any other administration. Look at, look at Nixon. I think they were reprimanded for nine FBI files. And Bill Clinton, they had 900. I guess Obama administration learned about how Clinton set the tone and how he would be treated by the media. I wanted to get to this, uh, another article to do with, <laughs> to do with uh, the moon. Supposedly, we've got warp drive to the moon in four hours. Star Trek impulse drive. NASA is trying to confirm, yeah, this could be work. Now, German scientists have come out and said, this is impossible. So you know what? I think we'll start this out tomorrow on the Tim Burns Show. Now, don't forget, TimBurnsShow.com is the website. And make sure you tell someone you love about the Tim Burns Show. Have a great day, everyone. Bye-bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.